Amen. Great singing. Amen. That's what the world needs to hear about Jesus, don't they? Amen. I'm just doing something here real quick. I ain't very good at this. I just want to read y'all this real quick. Uh, if I can find it. Right here it is. I'm in, I'm in the text with some other preachers. I don't even know who they are. I mean, I'm in a, no Terry Moat. And he sends out these ever to us. I don't know who the other, other preachers is on this group text thing. And, and, and like I say, Brother Terry, I don't get to be in church with him much, but he's a big inspiration to me. He, every once in a while, I'll get a card in the mail, you know, where he'd been praying for us. And then just a, what he did. But he sent this out Saturday, Friday, and I thought this was a great point here. He says, how important is the, the anointing? The anointing which, that, which distinguishes and separates preaching from all mere human speeches. And said, I pray, pray to our Lord and Savior that we not give speeches, but preach the word of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. God bless you men. I mean, that may not mean a lot to y'all, but I thought, man, that, that did mean a lot to me, you know. I just got thinking about, you know, without the anointing of the Spirit of God, it's just another group of words, you know, in my opinion. But anyway, I just want to pass it on to you. Uh, I don't know who got the nursery. Maybe Travis got it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Let's keep in prayer for all the you know our people and all the, the world and everything else. Amen. Uh, turn with me. I told you last week I was going to maybe do a little bit. I'm going to do a little bit of this, but not going to do a lot of it. But I'm going to do another place a little bit. But turn with me to the Proverbs 11th chapter, if you will, for just a moment. And I'm going to read this scripture here. We live in a time today, you know, that's uh, everything's crazy. Anybody agree with that? You know, just a little bit. And everybody's got, I love, you know, Lord's devotion this morning. Everybody's got their own opinion, and I guess I have too. But, uh, you know, when it gets away from the Word of God, it just, it's just your opinion. It's not maybe what's right, you know, true. You get to thinking about it. Um, we're talking, you know, Proverbs 11 and 1. You've heard me talk about this a little bit before. I'm going to go into it very far, then I've got to another place I'd like to go if I can this morning. It said, A false balance is the abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. I looked up the word abomination in the dictionary back here, the one I had back here in the study room. It said, Abomination, it says, The feeling of extreme disgust. That's what's considered to be a reversal of the natural. And this is in the Bible, it says, A false ballot is abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. Uh, you can go a little bit further over to Proverbs 16 and 11, and we'll read that scripture there real quick to put these two the scriptures kind of together. Proverbs 16 and 11. So the just weight and the balance are the Lord's. All the weights of the bag are are his works. And think about this just a moment. So the just weight and the balance are the Lord's, and the weights of the bag are his works. 
I'm going to read it once first scripture one more time to you. The false balance is abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is to his delight. Let's go to the Lord in word of prayer this morning. Father, we thank you again for this time and opportunity we have to be in your house. We pray now, Father, as we open up your word, that you would open up our hearts today, Father, and just give us the, give me the anointing, Father, today, the Holy Spirit, that I can preach what you would have us to hear today, Father. And we just pray each heart would be prepared for this message today, Father. We ask you to be with those that are sick today that couldn't be here today, Father. Just bless them, Father. We ask you to say in Jesus' name, amen. I said last week for just a moment, and you talk about balance, you know, and it's just common sense, you know. And, you know, anything, you know, that's in circulation or whatever, it's got to be balanced. You know, and I told you, sitting here last week, I said I might do some of this. I told, and Lord was sitting there in front, and I told you, you know, you can get a brand new tower, you know, but if you don't put it on a machine and balance, put a balance on it and make sure it's balanced, it's, it's, even though it's new, it still don't do you what it needs to do, you know. And you get to think about it and take just, just some of the common sense stuff, anything, you know, and a lot, you can look, a lot of different illustrations for the, the balance, you know, and if it ain't balanced, you know, over time, you know, uh, just to get back to the wheel, you know, if it ain't balanced over time, it will shake things on the whatever it's on, you know, and things that come loose and, you know, it, 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 anybody know what I'm talking about, you know, it just, it'll shake up everything all, all around it. And, you know, you look at that today's time, you know, we, we, we started back, you know, years ago with some things that kind of got out of balance in our society and in, in our lives today. And look what it's, look what it's caused. Amen. The thing about just a moment, look what just a few, you know, just a few things we took out of God's word or we just said, you know, we kind of changed or reworded it just a little bit to fit kind of way that we want to live instead of changing our lives. We just changed the word just a little bit and. But, you know, God said a false balance is abomination of the Lord, you know, and it said a weight or his bag, you know. We got to adjust our lives to what the Word of God says. Amen. We got to change our lives to what he says, even though sometimes it hurts, you know, and sometimes, you know, we don't really understand it or, you know, and, and, and don't get me wrong, and please don't take this wrong. We got so many people's opinions today. We got, you know, everybody in the world's got so many commentaries today. But you get thinking about it. Don't, don't get me wrong. They're good. You don't get their, but it's really their opinion. Amen. If you get to the bottom line, it's their opinion. But, you know, and, and Lord, Brother Lord brought something. Some things in the Bible, you know, it's just plain black and white. You know, it's just, you know, you can't, to me, you don't need a commentary to figure some of this stuff out. It make any sense to you? It don't. You don't have to have somebody else's opinion, you know. And then some of the things the Bible, you know, I thought, man, I just don't like that. But you know, if you just, if you don't like it, and you and you change it a little bit, then then for long you get out of balance. Amen. You get out of balance. And years ago, and I've heard, I don't know if you heard me make this comment many times before here, you know, and. When, you know, I was, when I was raised, you know, church was a big part of the thing, but, you know, then, and it should be now, but I don't think it, you know, and, and you know, and as y'all know here, you know, we had to keep the doors locked here. We have put a security system here, you know, on the church because it's, everything's got out of balance. You know, and years ago, you know, we, you know, the, you know, in, in the 60s when I was just a little kid, I remember, you know, a few people over around, they was what they call drunks, <laughs> you know, that they just, the alcoholics, they couldn't, you know, maybe didn't have that, but they respected the church. Amen. You know, you didn't have to worry about locking everything up and this and that, because they wouldn't do nothing because they was taught 
that church, you know, it was a special place. And you didn't have to worry about it. But over time, you know, it's got different. And I think, you know, you, you, you had to take for the balance and everything. Is, it's out of balance now. And, and we find out, you know, in our church world today, you know, to a certain point, you look at some of the churches in the world today and some of the things that they're standing for. I'm not judging. I'm, I'm just telling what I see, you know, and I can back it up with the word of God, you know, you to... You know, the, some of the stuff the churches are doing today and proclaiming to be a church today, it's abomination to God. My opinion. Amen. I think it's God's opinion, too. Because he said a false balance is abomination to God. And used to, you know, we would, we would, we would, it would just, it would make her, it would just make us sick to hear some of this stuff. But it don't that much anymore. Stay with me for it don't bother us that much anymore. Amen. Because we have got used to the balance of the way everything is, it's just the way it is, Pastor. You know, that's what we got to a point, you know, that's just the way this is time we live in. But Jesus said I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. I don't change. If he don't change, the word don't change. If it was sin years ago, it's still sin today. Amen. But over the years, this, this sin thing has creeped into our churches. And we accepted it, a lot of it, in a, in a whole. And, and I look at this and I think, you know, God must be just so, I don't know what word, how to use it. Aggravated. Our churches today, and we read in Revelation, we preached about it many times, you know. It says, if you're lukewarm, he says, I'll spew you out of my mouth. If we would ask this honestly and be honest with ourselves, don't raise no hands this morning. Just ask, Am I just a lukewarm Christian this morning? And it's, it'll get under your skin a little bit. If I'm lukewarm, my Lord... Don't like it. Amen. Am I on fire for God? Am I praying what I need to be praying? Am I sitting around talking about all the stuff that you know that's my opinion on everything? I don't spend much time in the Word of God anymore. Just be, can we be honest this morning? Amen. And just, just, just we need to examine ourselves. Because we're in a storm right now. Amen. And I'm going to tell you a little bit. I got the answer. And I'll tell you this a little bit in a, in a little bit where it's at. But if you think about it for this morning, or this morning for a little bit, all the things that we're facing today. And how this thing, you know, and, and some of the stuff, you know, if you look back for just the last year and a half, the stuff that we went through, it blows my mind how warm we was. And we didn't stand up like we should. I'm not talking about being crazy. I'm talking about using common sense. That's a thing out of the past. We don't, nobody got common sense anymore. Amen. But it just, blow. I thought, you know, how did this happen? But if Satan can stop the church and get them all uproared, he can get the upper hand. 
Because that's the only offense we've got is the word of God. That's all we got. We teach our children this. We teach them this. We want them to make straight A's in school. We want them to do all this. We're so proud when they bring a port card home, got all A's in it and this and that. You know, we're so proud of them. But how much are we putting the word of God into these children? And just stop and think about it for just a moment. We are blessed to have the schools that we have in our surrounding areas, you know. We got problems, I know, but we are blessed. We are blessed to live in a, in a, a neighborhood like we live in. We got problems, yes, I know that. But we are still blessed today. But we've got out of balance so much that it's just a normal thing anymore. The weights, you know, that it talked about, I read to you just a little bit ago, you know, it said they're in the Lord's bag. Anything, you know, you want to try to justify today, you need to get in the Word of God and say, does this apply, this line up with the Word of God? If it doesn't line up with the Word of God, it will not balance. Amen. It will not balance. We have taken today, you know, to the, you know, the, the, uh, to me, one of the, the thing, the biggest thing going on today is the homosexuality in the world today, but we accepted it today. I mean, as a whole, the world didn't just laugh at it anymore. And we today, you know, it's real, but it's a, it's abomination to God. It's to discuss why, because it goes against nature. It goes against everything that God started out. And we got churches today, got signs up on, and I see, I didn't, I mean, I see on the phone thing, one of them, where church had a sign. We performed these, these marriages. Don't you think things are out of balance pretty bad? Amen. When we start doing that. We today kill so many thousands of babies every year today. And we say, well, it's all right. But you know, it's not. It's abomination to the Lord. Amen. It's abomination. So we're out of balance real bad. Way out of balance. Amen. So much. Turn with me for just a moment. You probably don't know this before. Turn over. Turn with me to Second Chronicles 7 and 14. Or maybe, yeah, 714. 714, 2 Corona 7.14. I know you know this scripture, but we need to read it together. While you're looking this up, we've gotten to a Saturday today or to a thought for Thought mind today. Let's see what happens. In other words, I'm saying we're just sitting there saying, you know, I'm just going to sit here and see what happens. You know, I mean, that's kind of, we'll get into it today. And, I, and this, this is probably my opinion, but you know, I, I see, and I don't believe the news anymore much of it all. I don't hardly watch it anymore. I can't tell you what's going on a lot of it. But I've seen a thing, and maybe come on my phone so many. I mean, thousands of people, job, people quit their jobs last month. I thought, here we are starving to death, you know, and, but we're waiting on somebody to give us something. Now, don't shut me out of here just yet, okay? Every store you go to, there's jobs. But they're quitting right and left. May not be what they want, but 
It's a job. It's a job. But we're waiting to see. See, we don't want to, we won't act, we want, we want to see results, but we don't want to do the part over here. This is, I read this in the Bible here, and I've seen this many times. I've seen this at work, this scripture here, but I never thought about it until I was maybe kind of like what I think about today. And how many believe we're in a bad storm? Christ is crazy. And before we read this, I want to read this one. How many believe that God is still God? He's still powerful. He doesn't change. And I believe we today, we're born again Christian. We're his people today. I believe that. But I believe today, we as his people today, have kind of just maybe my opinion, kind of kicked it neutral just a little bit and trying to see what's going to happen. Amen. We today, in my opinion, we've got to a place today, and I know I answered this, and that we're to a point today that we just don't preach like we used to. Why? Because we hurt somebody's feelings. Amen. Overall, we, we, I've seen us do that. I have got messages just from the Lord, you know, and Something come to me and I thought, you know, I can't say that because I know somebody's situation. Amen. That's just Satan saying, you know, just temper it down a little bit. Amen. But I wouldn't hurt your feelings and get you to heaven is... Come on. But it said, this writer here said, if my people, who's that? That's us. That's God's people, amen? amen. Think about it. Just take it just nice a little bit. Who are called by my name. We're called Christians. We're called ourselves Christians today. This and that. Shall humble themselves. Oh, that's getting that's getting that's getting getting pretty getting pretty personal now. Shall humble themselves. I don't need to be humble, they need to be humble. That's kind of you know, everybody else is wrong. I don't know if the Lord ever thought that everybody else is wrong. I've got, got it under control. But he said, my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and do what? I'm going to do what? You can read in Luke, Luke 11 and 1, I believe it is, disciples come to Jesus and told us, I get it word for word, said, Lord, you know, we, we today as pastors today are preachers today to me, and that's my, I, I'm, you know, I ain't got no outlines. I, I, somebody might say, well, he needs to get it in groove a little bit more than he does, this and that. I ain't got an outline. I ain't got nothing. And, uh, you know, I got, I preached a message here about a month or two ago, and I heard Aaron tell, somebody said, you ought to heard the pastor preach this message here about a month ago. I remember when the scripture, but I can't remember nothing else about it. It just comes to me by the anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit. But the disciples come to Christ, and Christ said, teach us. He didn't say, teach us how to preach. You get a chance to read it sometime. Luke 11 and 1. He said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Lord, teach us how to pray. To me, that's the most important thing they are as a pastor today. He said, Lord, teach me how to pray. I want to get my words from you. I don't want to get them from man. Amen. 
I want to have the anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit. He said, Lord, teach us to pray. He said, our Father who are in heaven. Why do you say that for? Why? Because I want the devil to know who I'm praying to. I'm praying to our Father who are in heaven. There's a whole lot of gods, a lot of fathers in the world, but I'm praying to somebody that got the answer. I'm praying to somebody that's got the, got the answer to the, the problems that we face. And sometimes, you know, we talk about, we pray, you say, I'll pray. I talk about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's a God that I'm talking about today. Father, teach us how to pray today, Father. Father, give us something today that we can hold on to or something that we can do today that we will have reinsurance that's who, that you are who you say you are. I begin to think about some of the stuff here at Old Grove that we've went through over the years. And see all the things that God has done. This wasn't Darwin had done this. This is God in prayer that's done what he's done here. If someone would have told you back, you know, 30 years ago that we'd be having so many kids at a kids club or we'd have this nice of a building here or we'd have this building back here that look at it and we don't owe a penny on it, how many would have believed that? Kenny, I look back at some of the times that me and you have been back there. We talk about situations and brother Lord, you know, and how we going to get through this. The reason we got through it because we prayed. Amen. He said, Lord, teach me what I need to know today. Don't tell, tell I don't want to, you know, I don't, this may not sound just right. Lord, I don't want to be a better preacher. I want to be a better prayer because I want the answers from you. And if I didn't learn how to pray, I'll be a better preacher. Lord, teach me how to pray. Why is that important? I'm going to start closing. Why is it important if we need how to pray? Read the rest of this chapter, read the rest of this verse. Lord, if you Lord, if my people will humble themselves and pray and seek his face. And turn from their wicked ways. Whoa, stop right there, Pastor. I ain't got no wicked ways. Amen. If you're out of balance, it's abomination of the Lord. And to me, the abomination of wicked kind of go in the same category. Come on. How many times something bad happened in your life here, maybe at the church world today, instead of you taking it out and praying about it, you took it out against people? He said, I'm just going to not go to church for a little while. I it all works out. Don't shut me out of here. Don't shut me out. He said, what? If you do this stuff here, and let me stop before I say this. How many of us got some work? Don't raise your hand. How many think we got some work to do? I've raised my hand and you said, our pastor needs work prayer. Amen. He needs help. Lord, if we do these things, he said, what, then? I know he can do it. I believe God's wanting to do it. He says, as you shall receive, knock, and it shall be open. But he's not just going to go and kick the door down. He's not just going to bite you in the head and say, hey, I'm going to hold you down till you pray a prayer. I probably got one of the strangest prayer lives that anybody's ever had. I pray when I'm mowing. I'm praying when I'm going down the road. I, I, you know, I just talk to God. Vicky claims I mow all the time, but man, that's some of the best time that I ever have mowing. I know that sounds stupid to some people. 
I don't hear nothing but the engine running behind me and my thoughts is on God. Amen. Thoughts is on God. Lord, teach me how to pray. Amen. He said, if you do all this, church, if you want this world to change, we've got to start praying. He said, then I will hear from heaven. Amen. Amen. And what? He said, I will forgive your sin. Praise God. And I like this next part here. And I think it's appropriate for our time today. And I will heal your land. That's the answer. That's the answer. Our land is hurting today. If our land is hurting today, our children's hurting today. Come on. False balance is not a good thing. It's not a good thing. And if you just think about it, for the last, you know, so many years, we have gradually kind of watered down some stuff. Amen. Don't believe in this, don't believe this, this and this and this. We live in a different time, Pastor. We used to have the same God, people. He said, a false balance abomination, the weights are the Lord's. The Ten Commandments is still the Ten Commandments. Amen. See, to me, you know, as I started thinking about this this week, you know, in the balance, you know, you take the Ten Commandments, it kind of balanced stuff out if we live by them. But we're taking that out. Thou shalt not kill. That's out. Come on. Amen. Thou shalt not steal. That's out. Because God said you stole from me. Come on. And we're just a lukewarm Christian anymore, but it don't bother us. Amen. These little children you see, you know, running back and forth here. What a blessing. What a blessing. My caring kids, they used to be little, they're getting pretty big now. Peyton come and spent the day with me Monday and we rode a trailer, we put out hay and just had a great time. And I thought, man, what are you gonna face 20 years if time goes on? If Papa don't pray, or Pop's what they call me. But if Papa pray, God said he would heal the land. That is what I said, that God said he'd heal it. But I gotta do, I gotta do it. If you want a better future for yourself and your children, you gotta pray. That's what the Bible says. He said, I heal your land. So I'm gonna challenge you this week, from this moment on, to start praying. If you don't know how to pray, say, God, teach me how to pray. The disciples said, Lord, teach us how to pray. And try to start off, when you do start praying, say, Father, who are in heaven. I'm not praying to somebody else. I'm praying to God that knows. He got the power. I'm talking about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I'm talking about the one that spun everything into existence. And everything was balanced until Satan came in. 
But I'm so thankful today for His love, His mercy, and His grace. And I hope you got something this message this morning. We're going to stand right now. Instead of you coming up this morning, you come if you want to, but instead of you want to do that, we're going to just pray right where we're at. And I want you to pray. Don't look at nobody. Just bow your heads, and I'm going to lead us in prayer this morning. And I want you to say, this is the beginning of my new prayer life this morning. Our Father who art in heaven, we thank you today for this opportunity you've given us today to be in your house today, Father. Father, I pray today, Father, that we will humble ourselves, Father. We will turn from our wicked ways today, Father. And we'll come back to you today, Father. And Father, we'll believe your word today. We'll stand upon your word today, Father. Father, land needs healing today, Father, in a mighty special way today, Father. Father, I want to do my part today, Father, so you can start healing the land today. Before you start healing our land today, we got to say, Father, we need you. We love you. Father, this thing is sweeping the world today, Father. This, this COVID thing going across the world today, Father. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that we put it on our shoes today, that we can defeat this today. And we know, Father, we can't, but you can today, Father, by the speaking of your word today, Father. We know all things work together for the good of the loves of the Lord. We know, Father, through every storm today, there's a bright morning. And Father, I pray right now, Father, that we here at Old Grove Church we start praying more than we ever have today, Father. We don't want to be lukewarm anymore. We want to be on fire for Jesus Christ today, Father. Father, I pray a special prayer for those that's lost loved ones, Father, that you would comfort them as they're going through this time, Father. Only you can give that comfort today, Father. We pray, Father, someone here that understands my voice hadn't made you their personal Savior right now. They would accept you today as their personal Savior, Father. Father, we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. And God's people said, amen. Ain't the Lord good, amen. Amen, the Lord's good, amen. Amen. Just start praying, okay? That's all you gotta do, just start praying. God bless you and we love you. Thank you.